Hello, everybody. Welcome to the PNG Podcast, the most dysfunctional podcast on YouTube. Thank you, thank you. You're a wonderful uh, digital audience. I'm glad you're all here. And we have an awesome cast on the cast today. Cast on the cast. I like the sound of that. So first up, we have Lady Lone Wanderer. Lady. <laughs> oh, hi. What am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to say something? Tell us about yourself. Oh, oh, God. Um, well, my name's Lady. Um, besides work, I, I'm like a lot of you. I play some games. Um, I also do some Dungeons and Dragons. Um, go to conventions. I cosplay. And uh, my most recent one is uh, the Pink Power Rager. Um, I'm also a streamer on... Oh, thank you. This dude with the clap. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am also a streamer on Twitch. I'm actually creeping up to 5,000 lovely Looneyven members, so that's good. I know I'm not partnered, awesome. but they're very loyal and awesome, so I don't give a fuck. They're great. <laughs> but, um... Congrats. Thank Congratulations. You. Um, I also make Nuka-Cola and Sunset Sarsaparilla caps, which is really nice. Um, basically, what I've been playing recently is what I do on my streams. I've been doing some classic Chrono Cross. I've been um, doing some Fallout New Vegas with mods. I do my talk shows. I'm doing speed runs of the original Spyro series. And I've also been playing Final Fantasy XIV off a of stream as well for the little time I have. So yay for time. Wow, you really get around to doing a lot. That's that's awesome. And congratulations on uh, the 5,000 or getting close to 5,000. Hopefully uh, you guys can uh, give her a follow and get her there sooner. Also on the show today, we have Paul from RGA, otherwise known as Retro Gaming Arts. Dude gives me the clap. Yo, so, hi, my name is <laughs> I didn't mean that, like, that way. I meant it by your little Sorry. soundboard shit. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So, I, uh, I make YouTube videos. I have... Uh, I have a repair shop in my apartment where I fix a whole bunch of different video game consoles, and then I also modify a lot of them. Like today, I did. Uh, I have a team as well, so I should say we did. But today, we did an RGB modded NES that also has S video. We did six Sega Genesis in S video, uh, Sega Master System S video, um, two Model Two Sega Genesis S video. And I fixed an Xbox One CD drive. I fixed um, a couple Super Nintendos. Just a lot of stuff. So that's what I do every day. And then I make YouTube videos all about it. And I like... Oh my god! I was, I was playing Final Fantasy XV last night. And yo, I can't tell you what they did. Because it will ruin the entire game for anybody who hasn't played it. But shit just got oh. real. Oh, okay. I just beat I beat the game not too long ago, but I'm like, what is he referring to? I want to know. <laughs> Where shit gets real. Chapter nine. Leviathan. Oh. oh. Oh yeah. I remember. I remember. And then we were playing some Demon Sword for the original NES today on the RGB modded NES, which just looks yeah! awesome. 
I bought that game not too long ago. Dude, <laughs> I love that game. I saw your pickups of it. Dude, it's so good. I, I love it because, um, I mean, if you look at the cartridge, uh, actually, no, I'm not even going to get it, but it's like some barbarian dude on the cover, but it's like a shinobi-looking guy, like a ninja. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this even the same game? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, talk about false advertising. The Famicom version has the samurai dude on it, but... What can you do? That's a good game. Good choice. Dude, it's killer. Killer. Now, uh, I'm sure you guys all know who I am if you're a regular on the podcast. Uh, I'm PNG, and this is my podcast. And I have been playing a game called Blue Dragon on the Xbox One right now. It's a great JRPG made by Miss Walker Studios. Uh, and Akira Toriyama does the art. And if you don't know who Akira Toriyama is, well, he's the creator of Dragon Ball. So, um... Awesome game. I've also just beaten Sonic Mania, which is that game. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I guess 9 out of 10, because a 10 out of 10 just seems like zero flaws, you know, but I, I don't think 10 out of 10 would suffice. I think it's just an excellent game all around. You guys should all play it and pick it up if you haven't already, or just wait till it's on sale and get it cheaper. Do what you got to do. Just get the game. Uh, so today... Um, we are going to talk about gamers who pass judgment on others, as PNG judges his co-hosts in a loud narration. Hello, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at the comment. What's okay? Hold on. What are they saying? No, it was Bigel. Um, I know. Yeah. I know who you are. You're Billy the Wizard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, come on, Billy the Wizard. Does... Okay, we never ever mentioned Billy the Wizard on this podcast ever. What the fuck did that come into play? He's mentioned every fucking stri- and every podcast, at least once. I know I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> or more. Uh, or yeah, or more. No, every single podcast since episode one, we've mentioned Billy the Wizard. That was the first time we mentioned him. So. <laughs> There you go! A little uh, PNG podcast fun fact trivia shit. Uh, Billy the Wizard, get yours today. So guys, uh, we're going to talk about gamers who pass judgment on others. Now the first gamer I'd like to pass judgment on is my friend Benjamin, who just bought a copy of Billy the Wizard sealed on eBay. What the hell, man? Oh my goodness. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) No, no no judgment. That's a great game. Have fun. Have so much fun, Benjamin. (laughs) No, so, but like, seriously. Um, oh, so, sorry. Go ahead, Archie. I was gonna say. So, like, all right. I'm not a fan of Call of Duty. I personally do not like okay. the game at all. I played right. Counter Strike 1.6 for computer for ten years. So, to me, any other uh, first-person shooter game is whack, no matter what. I don't play first-person shooters on consoles. Now, these are my particular opinions about those games i can voice those i can share those but for me to ever say look at another person and be like oh you like call of duty you're a dumbass or you don't have good taste in games you know what i'm saying that's literally the definition of being judgmental Mm -hmm. is like taking one quality about a person and then basing everything else you know about them off of that one quality and that that there's like this fine line in like the entire retro gaming community or gaming community 
where people share their opinions to a point where it becomes almost judgmental, but borderline not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I got some friends that play Call of Duty and they're the coolest dudes I ever met. Would I ever play Call of Duty with them? Hell no. <laughs> Do I think they're stupid for playing Call of Duty? No. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely uh, agree. Like there's games that, you know, some of my friends play, like they're really into Overwatch and I just, I, I'm not into Overwatch. I've tried it. It's just not my thing. And not like 90% of the streamers are either playing League of Legends, Overwatch, <laughs> Counter-Strike, which I loved Counter-Strike back in the day. I, I played a lot of Counter-Strike like years and years ago, but that's the majority. Oh, and now PUBG. That's the majority yep. of the Twitch community now. That's why I like being, you know, what I want to play. And what I want to play is, like, different. And it's like, like you said, you have some really cool friends that play these games that you don't like. And I have the same situation. And it's like, I'm not going to play it because I, I, I just don't like those types of games. You know, I'm not going to hate on you because of it. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say you're a fucking douche canoe because of it. But... <laughs> But, you know, it's just like everyone has their own personal preference of what they enjoy. And I'm not going to, you know, judge anybody for that. There's games out there because someone is going to enjoy them. Like PNG for Billy the Wizard. Not my thing. I, but I support I like his that. decision. <laughs> I don't like that game. I don't know where everybody's getting this from. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why, Angie. I wonder why. Coming from a person who's never played Overwatch. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sure. I would, I, I, see, the thing is, I would never judge someone that enjoys playing Fallout Brotherhood of Steel, even though it's the shittiest game in the world. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. So, <laughs> I play Overwatch, <laughs> and there's a certain character in the game. Why would you ever play that stupid game? Are you stupid? <laughs> oh, the irony. The irony is stunning. <laughs> No, so, like, I play casually, you know, I'll pick it up every once in a while, but some people play it really intensely, and, uh, you know, I work and do this YouTube thing, so I have very little time to just sit down and grind at a game for hours, so, well, a lot of my friends are in level 200, level 300, level 400, I'm like, oh, I'm level 30 or level 40, you know, which is a decent amount of gameplay after a couple of weeks, but it's not that much compared to a lot of the other people who play legit, like, all the time, so... People just assume, oh, look at this new, but you know, like, no, I just, I don't play, you know, I have a life, and I have other things, and responsibilities, and other games to play, you know, I it's not just one. games. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, but still, like, <laughs> when I play video games, I play to have fun, you know, I enjoy myself, I relax, you know, I'm not all that competitive, I just have to relax, play a game, mm -hmm. enjoy myself. And Overwatch that's the thing. Is kind of a Overwatch is kind of a fun game to do that, implying the mics aren't on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, the... is, like, some people play certain games to relax themselves. Like, like, Chrono Cross, for me, even though I love Chrono Trigger so much, for some reason, just Chrono Cross just relaxes me even more. I don't know if it's the fucking soundtrack. Like, it's... I don't know. It's just certain games will relax someone more, and it's like, if people get on you for that, it's like, you kind of feel yeah. like why like you kind of you're making me feel like a piece of shit like i that i shouldn't like this game type thing but it's like at one point you just gotta get some thick skin and say fuck it all fuck you i don't care what you think about what type of game i play you know 
basically. Yeah, you know, like that. That's and it's funny because like the one character I tend to play when I want to relax. Like I don't really want to focus on skill sometimes. Like when I pick a skill based character, I'll pick some on the more difficulty. But sometimes I play this character Bashin, who's the easiest character in the game. He's just a tank dude, robot dude, right? Just sits there, camps, and can heal and shush, fire. And uh, people hate when I pick him because I just you just see like me like killing everybody <laughs> with minimal effort. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm having fun. But yeah, people of course are gonna judge me. Do I care? No, I'm here to have fun. Yeah. Not receive judgment by all you, you know. But no, like people will obviously have a complaint and they will express it, and they're right to do that. You know, they're absolutely right to do that, a hundred percent. But at the yeah. same time, I don't have to care. <laughs> I don't have to. Sorry, uh, Gorgia. No, no, no. It was something Oki Akano said in the. In the in the chat, uh, Final Fantasy 13 is one of my favorite games of all time. And when I tell other people that like Final Fantasies, that like I really liked Final Fantasy 13, they look at me like, "You've never what have you never played any of them?" And I'm like, "No, I played all of them, and I love all of them equally. And I can separate that game from the others and enjoy That's each fair. game as its own individual experience, and not, not yeah. constantly comparing." to another game and that's what i feel certain people do like here all right here's one overwatch it's not as good as tf2 so it sucks oh no i agree with you on that <laughs> like you know I, I was just making that example up but like if you're constantly comparing the new games to the old greats you're never going to be happy because you're never going to experience these games for what they are and then you're going to bash other people for yeah. liking them like I I've, I've gotten so much hate for loving 13. Love it. Absolutely loved that game. It wasn't it's a bad Final Fantasy. It wasn't bad at all. So I don't know why people are like shitting on it. I thought it was pretty good. The game is stunning. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know, I actually, Sorry. I remember uh, playing Final Fantasy 15 for the first time, and I got a lot of uh, judgment. Like, isn't that the one with like the gay Korean boy band? I'm like, okay, first off, I don't care if they're a Korean boy band. Korean boy bands are successful, make a lot of money, they look good, and they get a lot of women. Plus, they're driving around in a sports car, and I get to listen to 80s, not 80s music. I'm thinking of Metal Gear Solid. No, old Final Fantasy music while I get to fight giant monsters. What are the complaints? What are the complaints? Exactly. The game looks great. The game looks great. It plays great. It's interesting. I like the fact that it's in like like the southern U.S. kind of thing, but it's also in Venice and like other areas. It's it's really um, really creative, you know, and I love it. And I think the yeah. game is great, and the, the gameplay is fun and refreshing. It doesn't always have to be the same crap, you know. No. Exactly. And I'm, I'm not judging people who. Who are judging me for liking it? It's just, am I not allowed to like a game? You know, where where do you find both of you guys? Where do you find what interaction, what social media platform, what however do you get shit the most on for what games you play? <sighs> Honestly, I get them more <laughs> in my streams than anything on Twitch. People come in. Why are you playing this game? Why the fuck are you here? <laughs> it, you obviously looked up this game to see who's playing it there you go 
But honestly, either Twitter or Twitch. Yeah, I mean, uh, on Twitch, I always get like, see, I used to play Sonic 1 and 2 on there because they're easy and comfortable. And, you know, and like, I've already played them enough times to know the game fully. Uh, so like, whenever I play a game that wasn't Sonic or just some weird indie game, I would get people come into my streams and be like, what the hell is this? Ugh. You know, or like, I remember once I played Catherine. I love I'm Catherine. sure you guys know what Catherine is. Yeah, yeah I played Catherine. Right? And it was a joke video because it was a Valentine's Day special, which I was recording February 13th, not 14th. Because on Valentine's Day, I mean, you got better things to do. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> no, but February thirteenth, I'm playing Catherine as a joke video for Valentine's Day. I edited it, uploaded it the next day. Of course, I get this one asshole come in and be like, "Oh, you got nothing better to do on Valentine's Day? Do you even have a girlfriend playing this hentai game?" I'm like, "It's not even a hentai game. What the? I know. I'm gonna go to work not. the next day." I go to work uh, next day and they're like, oh, what have you been up to? What have you been streaming on your channel? Oh, I was playing Catherine. <laughs> Isn't that the hentai game? I'm like, why does everybody think this? Well, I mean, like, look <laughs> at the cover. It's like, a, it's, a, it's an anime girl dressed very scantily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like blonde. But it's a super intense puzzle game that's really, really difficult. Oh, well, yeah. at least once you get like to day six, it starts getting impossible. I can't figure it out. It's way too hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think I actually rage quit that game on the stream. I was like being really pissed off at the puzzle section. I'm going to have to go all the way back and watch all these cutscenes again. <laughs> uh, it's I kind of unique. It's, a, yeah. it's like a dating simulator slash puzzle game. Yeah. As weird as that I sounds. thought it was really clever. I thought it was really clever. It was something different and, and unique. And it, hyper it's, unique. That's what made it great. I bought it is because I, I like weird, quirky games. Like I, I like things that aren't usual. I like yeah. experiences. That's why I play games for fun, different experiences. I remember being a kid, yes, new, and being like, "Wow, what is that?" You know, like that's cool. I want to play that. What this one has like a little plastic gun you hook up to the TV and you shoot the ducks. I never <laughs> played that. You know, like no, like that was my reaction. I'm like this is cool. This is different. Even as much as I hate motion controls now, and I don't judge anyone who likes them. But when I first saw the Wii, I was blown away. I really liked it because it was a new experience. Connect, I wasn't as sold on because, I mean, the Wii was already out for some time, and it's just the Wii minus controls. You just use your hands and stuff. But even still, I don't judge people who own the Connect, hate the Connect, or love the Connect. To each their own. And I think as gamers, we can have a lot more fun if we go with the to each their own philosophy and just kept our nose in our own gaming business and stop worrying about what other people are doing. Exactly. So that's so tough though, because when I hear people talk about the games they like, I'm like, Ooh, I can, I can show you something. I want to show you something. I want to sh share this awesome experience that I had with you based upon the information that I found out about you. I think you might enjoy it. And that's where people get butt hurt. Is when you try mm -hmm. to show them a game that they're like, oh, no, no, no. It's like they take offense to it when you're not trying to mean any offense. You're just trying to, it's like, hey, you know, suggestions. That's all. It's like you're not saying, well, you should play a fucking better game. You're not saying that. No, I'm like, oh, if you like that game, you might like this game. Yeah. Because that's what, if like I played a game and it was awesome and I thoroughly enjoyed it and thoroughly loved it, 
I want other people to experience that experience. And my biggest challenge is like, most of my friends have, uh, I don't know the word, switched to computer games. And it's so hard to get them off of computer games and come over and play Street Fighter like we did for our entire lives mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I like, it's not just one person, it's like a lot. It really is. And like, what's funny is that actually how I said earlier about how um, people have come into my stream and saying, why are you playing that? There was a time where I was so excited that Space Channel 5 was on Steam and I played it, I streamed it, and a lot of people came in saying, what the fuck is this? And then they ended up saying, all right, I want this game. I'm like, yeah, see, see, it's fun, <laughs> it's random, it's stupid, it's, you know, up, down, up, down, choo, 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 it's a good game. I mean, it's fun. So it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like Surge Under Dreamcast. Um, but seriously, it's like, if people see, you know, if you talk about a game, it's like, you're not trying to tell them like, this is like, you need to play this game. You know, this is a good game. So you need to play it. And it's like, no, you're like su making suggestions. You're trying to explain the game, why you like it, why you enjoy it. And maybe there are some, you know, qualities that you speak that they enjoy. So maybe they could just at least try and check it out and not be like, well, you just have dumb opinions on games. Cause you know, I, I don't understand just keyboard warriors everywhere. It's just ridiculous. You know what? Is it wrong of me to judge the one person who disliked this video already? Go home! Oh, wait, they're probably at home. <laughs> they're probably at home in their mother's basement eating some fucking Hot Pockets saying, yeah, I got them good. <laughs> I'll show him. I'll dislike the video. I'll show him. Ma, I need another Hot Pocket. You know, like something like that. I don't I, know. Here we are. Here we, we are. Joking, no, I'm joking. I no, to each your own. If you want, if you wanted to dislike the video, I'm okay. With that dislike it. You have to watch the video. So thank you for watching the video. Are you <laughs> not entertained? I think they're pretty okay, entertained, sorry. lady. Sorry. <laughs> was that a right. um, was that a serious hamster parody? <laughs> oh, the you're thinking of a dramatic, uh, dramatic chipmunk. Serious oh, no. hamster, dramatic Dr chipmunk. Dr whatever. Wait, wait. I think I have. Uh... Wait. Oh, wait. wait. No, that's... Go on. Go on. Okay, hold on. Let me do it now. Wait. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. You're really. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that timing. It's so bad. The oh. timing. I'm just scrolling back and forth. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> okay, lady, we got we got to work on our choreography. We need more practice next episode. <laughs> Billy the trigger. All right. In addition Billy to this, Billy the trigger. <laughs> Billy the trigger. Like Billy the wizard's triggered. My moderators are in here. That means oh. all hell's breaking loose. <laughs> so, all right, in addition, all right, all right. in addition to like PC gamers bashing me for liking. Super Nintendo or whatever. In addition to that, there's also judgmental behavior in like the collecting community as well. And I don't know oh, why. Absolutely. And I don't get that. About like, I, you know, like, as he looks at his Nintendo game. And he's like, I know. 
and no, I completely understand what you mean. For you guys There's certain areas where you can go where like people like if you're like, I want to collect Pong consoles, nobody's going to say nothing. Okay. It, it all depends. It, it's um, I think it's more so like the buy, sell trading communities that will judge heavily on what you want to collect. Like, oh, why would you why would you collect yeah. that? Like they're they're worthless. And it's like, well, not to me because I enjoy it. I like them. I like them. You collect what you like. You know what I mean? And that's another area that, yeah. like, if you want to collect games, you should collect whatever games you like. And mm -hmm. don't ever let anybody ever tell you that's stupid. Because one day they're going to want to play one of those games and they're not going to have it. And you're going to have it. And you're going to be like, ha ha, bitch. <laughs> see, see, I actually get a lot of flack for this too because I actually enjoy to collect uh, NES unlicensed games because I find they're interesting. Sure, most of them are bad, but they're kind of hard to find, and I think they're hilarious, and I like that. You know, I think they're good comedy. And like for me, I get a lot of flack because like, why would you waste your money on an unlicensed game? You know, I'm like, well, because I like to collect them. What, what's what's the big deal? I like a growing NES collection. And yeah. I get to discover some weird shit that nobody ever has played, and I can talk to show my friends it and have a good laugh. And but yeah, like seriously, I think with collectors, uh, there seems to be a huge stigma with uh, reproduction cartridges and people who collect them. And uh, for me, like I bought this particular game because I couldn't afford the actual version of the game, uh, Earthbound Uncut. Um, and I'm not. I'm sure if you're familiar with Earthbound. Uh, that game, the cartridge alone goes for how much, RJ? Probably like a few hundred dollars 200. right now. Two hundred for the cartridge. So for me, it's I, probably I don't really dropping feel... down to like one fifty. Really? Okay. So for me, I didn't really feel like dropping two hundred dollars on a game. I just didn't feel like it, and I just wanted to play it and enjoy it. So I bought this forty dollars repro cart, and it has missing content from the original game and added stuff to kind of fix up some bugs. I like this. So what do I do? I post this online and I get a whole bunch of hate. Like, you support thievery and like piracy and shit. I'm like, no, I just want to play the damn game. Leave me alone. Like, who cares? I want to play. Like, it's not even a real game. Like, it's real. It's in my hand. It works. I can play it. It's in my hand. <laughs> I can feel it. It's real. It's just not the official cartridge made by Nintendo. Like, what? I don't know. Well, it's because there's, there's extra stuff on it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, uh, translated games. There's a lot of, um, you know, I, I can't think of the other word. There's another type of thing. I'm bad with words. Unreleased games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, I, I mean, if I can't afford a game and I just want to play something and there's a cheap option for me, why should you judge me? Because you can afford a real one and I can't. Like, that's not cool, you know? <laughs> That's not cool, That's not man. Cool. It's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> Anyways, uh, lady, do you have any story uh, of uh, being judged as a gamer? Uh, boy, let me tell you. As a gamer or, or of my gender and being a gamer? Hey, I mean, that works too. You get judged for being the girl that plays video games? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all, all the right, time. All the time. On the internet or in real life? 
The, well, actually, at both. I used to um, actually work at GameStop for many years, and I would actually go to different locations and work at those different locations. And so people would come in, and they didn't feel comfortable asking me questions about a game because they didn't feel I was knowledgeable. They were probably just going to ask you about Call of Duty anyway. Oh, unfortunately, that was the majority. <laughs> unfortunately. You know, and... Um, and all these kids thought I was just a dumb girl and I would bypass the mature rating for them to buy Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm like, man, your son wants to kill some hookers. Are you okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, but not just, yeah, not just in real life, but, um, you know, cause I, I mean, I got a fallout half sleeve tattooed on me. I got a portal tattoo. I got a Skyrim tattoo, kingdom hearts. So it's like, you know, in real life, I don't get it much anymore, actually. Um, it's just the Twitch community is very toxic in regards to that because always trolls and people from 4chan coming in and saying, oh, a grill gamer. Oh, my Ew. God. 4chan still exists. Oh, yeah. I've been raided by 4chan a few times. It's actually quite entertaining. Um, but uh, That was like one of the first internet message boards ever. Yeah. It's... It dates back. <laughs> yeah, apparently, um, unfortunately, with the Twitch community, all that us grill gamers are known for and good for is our boobs, and that's how we get viewers, which I'm covered all the time. I feel uncomfortable showing some, like, even top boob. That's annoying. I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But um, basically, that's just what happens all the time is that people come in saying, oh, you're a whore, you're a cam girl, grill gamer, you don't know how to play games, you're bad at games. Yeah, I suck at games sometimes, but I have a fucking blasty blast playing them because I enjoy them. Wait, do they call you girl gamer or grill gamer? Both. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. And every Are you time cooking they... on a grill as you're playing video games? <laughs> that's what I'm telling like, Where them. does that slang like... come from? I know. I like. I don't know. I think it's a meme or something. Like, I guess it's been a long time. It might be. I don't know. I'm getting older. I don't know all this meme shit. Um, but like, they're like, "Oh, you're a all grill gamer." I'm like, "Am I making a steak? Because that sounds fucking delicious right now." I'm like, "I will make a steak right now." There's creative topics for streaming. I will make a fucking steak. But seriously, like that. That's just basically the judging I get. And then like. I, I play Fallout, and I know not everyone likes it, which is fine, but, like, you know, sometimes if I'm playing on survival or I'm playing some hard mods that I get off of, you know, the Nexus mod website and stuff, I die a lot. You know, it happens. Whatever. I've never played this part before, so I'm going to die. And they're like, oh, you're horrible at this. You're dying. I'm like, so? Do I need to be fucking good? Like, sorry, I'm a fucking dirty-ass casual to you, but... Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's I just... think that's the thing with Twitch. I think with Twitch is like, if you want to get a mass audience, you have to have to be insanely entertaining or insanely good at the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and it's that's... just like they they look Most at me and they're like, "You're not supposed either. to like these games. You're not supposed to like this. You're not supposed to like this. Why the fuck am I not supposed to like this? Because I have boobs? Because I have a vagina? Like seriously, it's just it's stupid because." it's just so annoying. I'm like, I'm just, that's why I put in my Twitch info. I'm like, I'm just a gamer. Like everybody else do not classify me by gender. Gamer is not defined by gender at all. It's fucking stupid. Like seriously, there's more problems for you to worry about in the world right now. Like not getting shot, not getting blown up, 
but you're worried about my gender and what game I'm playing. Stupid yeah, I, shake. I want more people to play game, you know? When I was a little kid, I mean, like, I would play my game, and my sister wouldn't play as often, right? She'd be like, oh, that's for boys. I'm like, no, I want you to play. Enjoy the game. Enjoy. You know, I want more people to game. That's all I've ever mm -hmm. wanted is as many people as possible enjoying video games. And there are people who don't want to see that. They're like, no, I don't want you to play because you're this, you know? I'm like, no, I want gaming to be more fun for everyone. I want people, I want more people gaming and finding out about video games and that our yeah. industry can grow. You know? And that's what I want, you know? I, I just love really having good conversation with people too. And that's why I stream on Twitch is because my community or whatever, like is fucking great. They're so nice. They're like a family. I've actually helped people through depression, which I was told by them specifically. And that makes me feel good because they say I'm always just positive. I'm perky. I don't let trolls or anything get me down or anything. Cause I have a thick skin now because of Twitch. I didn't before, so I'm like, in the real life, I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. Anyone want to fucking go? Let's do this shit. Like, <laughs> but it's just great. I just, I love talking to people, even though if they haven't played that game, I just love talking to people and educating them on this game and saying, you should try it, you know? And then I say, what kind of games do you like? You know, I want to know what they like. You know, I feel um, like, oh, sorry, Jay, go ahead. Wow. I was going to say, I feel like the entire, entire gaming community is so segregated and diverse for no particular reason. For no reason. It's like we all play video games of some kind or another just because I want to play the stuff that's 20 years old doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like oh, PS4. I play a lot of PS4. I love PS4. But I think it's like, I don't think that matters because it's not on a computer game. I feel that's where I get most of my my being judged from. Is, uh people that primarily play computer games. Yeah. Now, now I saw a comment by Oki, Okiano. People bashing me because of how much I love the Sega Saturn. And they keep telling me how shitty the Saturn was. And how Saturn had no good games. You know, I've heard this before. I've heard people who've yeah. bashed the Saturn openly, but you know what? The Saturn is really good. Yeah. It failed in the market. It didn't sell very well, but it had a lot of great games for it. It's just not that many people had Saturn, so they're really poorly informed on the Saturn. So they just assumed it's bad because it didn't sell very well. I think I a lot of people Saturn, so they have very low opinions on it. I feel like it's the same for the Dreamcast too. Like from, from my perspective, a lot of people didn't have Dreamcasts and stuff. Not a lot of my friends did when I was younger. So, and there there wasn't many games that I played on it personally. Um, you know, besides Sonic, Space Channel Five, you know, just like the the mainstream games I played. But it's like not many people had it. Uh, not many people ended up getting it. So there's there's quite a few people that like never owned a Dreamcast and are like, ew, Dreamcast, ew, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, when I got my Dreamcast, I actually bought it off uh, Dragon Dude Collecting. And I bought it, brought it home. I had some games. And I told my co coworker, hey, I bought a Dreamcast on the weekend. <laughs> Dreamcast. I'm like, what do you mean, <laughs> Dreamcast? It's good. There's a lot of great games on it. The cast you dream. Like what? Dude. Uh, like, what? Dreamcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great game system. You know, um... 
I've gotten a lot of judgment over the years for playing on Xbox primarily. Um, yeah, I'll judge and you I'm for sure that. Arcade. Why do you play Xbox? Because <laughs> yeah, I like it. I enjoy it. I like the games. I like what I like my experience, and then I'm having fun with my console. And you, you like that mainstream stuff? That's that mainstream stuff because that's all Xbox <laughs> is. It's just mainstream you know stuff. You play Titanfall, man. Yeah, Titanfall. I don't even. I don't even know what that game is. I can't continue well, this. You know, no. I, you, you always hear the same thing, right? Like, oh, how's you know, like I'll be like, um, you know, I was playing Xbox like last night, right? Like, oh, how's Halo? I'm like, I don't play Halo. How's Gears? I'm like, I don't play Gears. What the fuck? There's more than two games. You know, there's about, there's hundreds of games on the console. I can pick a different game. Like, well, that's on PlayStation. I know. I don't have a PlayStation. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I used like, to work. Have everything. I I will say I used to work for Xbox. Okay. And majority, we already knew that all these kids, you know, on Call of Duty and Halo, like, I'm gonna fuck your mom. I fucked your mom last night. Oh, headshot, headshot, and all of that stuff. But um, yeah. The, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> would always get kids calling in saying, my dick is stuck in the disc tray. What do I do? <laughs> I'm like, first off, how's your, have your balls drop? Second off, I don't think it's, you know, even slightly the size to get in there. And then some kid said his hamster was stuck in the disc tray. I'm like, all right. I, I felt like, like um, I wanted to amuse him. I'm like, all right, listen. You got to turn off your right? Xbox. Yeah. I'm like, you got to turn okay. off your Xbox. Turn it back on. <laughs> Press the button, but slow. put your hands under the tray and slowly bring it out. And then cuff your hamster and he'll be fine. Just get him out there. You'll be fine. And then they hung up. They didn't like my joke. <laughs> they hung up. So I was like, just I'm like, all right, that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so I used to play hardcore computer games okay for from like 99 until 2009 ish mm -hmm. somewhere around there and i do remember the communities on i played more than just counter-strike but mainly counter-strike the communities mm -hmm. on all of those games were some of the most vile immature terrible people <laughs> and i was a part of them and it was just so like I think you used a word called toxic before to describe the people on Twitch, mm -hmm. something like that. And that's what it was, was everybody on there was just like somebody who's so angry at life, just venting everything about life, just like out on somebody over the Internet. Yeah. Which in theory is probably, you know, it's better than than, you know, doing that kind of stuff in real life. It's better yeah. to do it over the Internet. But I mean, eh, whatever. <clears throat> It makes for a bad community. And what I've noticed is that same type of people still exists playing computer games and then also on Xbox. Looking at you. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, hey. That was well, me being judgmental. The only I, place I on own, Xbox I've seen PS4 that. and Xbox One, but I'm on PC. So am I am I a good pass then if I have all of them? Yeah, you're not well, a dick, so you're fine. Yay! By the way, um, you're not mean. You want to you want to hear? Know, I don't know you. I want to hear some this right here. here. <laughs> I played um Friday the Thirteenth the game. 
And Friday the 13th of the game, oh my god, you would not believe the amount of toxic dickheads that are in that game. I kill you, motherfucker. I'm like, oh my god. Like, I just pop in the game. <laughs> like, I see you running, bitch. I'm like, is this Grand Theft Auto? It <laughs> like, reminds me of the Halo the he... three days. Oh, my god. Oh, don't even. Okay. Like, what is that? One guy. Why, why are people, is it because it's like a way to vent, like, all your pent-up emotions and frustrations? Is that what it is? I guess. Somebody explain this to me, please, because I'm 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 like legit asking. I think it's just the cool thing to do nowadays because they're behind a keyboard. They know that they can get away anonymity? with saying a lot of shit. I yeah. don't even know how to say that word, but I, anonymity. I <laughs> but I think it's because they can hide behind their keyboard and they feel like they can get away with it because they're like, oh, they can't find me. They don't know where I'm at. They don't know what I look like. They don't know this and this and this and this. So they, it's like the cool thing. They see someone else doing it. They're like, oh, that person's so cool. They're talking smack behind a keyboard and a mic. Oh, my God. I got to be like them. That's what I think it is. I think it's just a huge trend and people just they are like, I can hide behind it. So it's whatever. You know, I remember uh, my first uh, session of online uh, gaming to, with a toxic kind of like toxic lobby was uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 on the first six. Maybe this was like 2008. I'm playing the game, and there's like a mode where you can kind of just free run the level or whatnot. And uh, I just remember there was this one guy being incredibly racist, and it was like to all like the other states. Like, I think he was like from Florida or like, <laughs> and he was just like picking off every other state. Like, hey, where are you from? Well, I'm from Utah. Ah, you're from Utah. And he just like started listing a whole <laughs> bunch of stereotypes. I said, like, where are you from? Oh, California, this and this. I'm like, where are you from? I'm from Mexico. Oh, just like, I was like, why don't you shut the fuck up? I actually like told the guy, he said, where are you from? I'm like, Canada. Everybody laughs. <laughs> like, everybody oh, laughs. <laughs> like, ah, you don't have any place to speak. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> hey, hey, no. hey. Nothing wrong with Florida, Biggle. You little shit. I'll, I'll ban your ass. No, I'm just kidding. I'll unmod your ass. Oh. I'm just kidding. Only I can ban people from my own chat. No, I'm joking. That's true. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> no, like, online gaming, you're going to see a lot of that. You know, uh, I remember, like, when Halo 3 was the new game, like, it was rare. You know what? Like, there's a lot of male and female gamers now, but it was still very rare to see a female gamer in the lobby, like, in 2007. And when someone was in the room, right, like, I was, I was cool, you know? I was like, hey, cool. Welcome to the game, you know? But everyone else was like, oh my god, there's a girl I know. Here. They all were like, oh, oh damn, I'm gonna hit that shit, yo! I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, yo, can I get your number? Yeah, can I get your number? And then I'm like, like, what? You think she's gonna, like, fly to your house? Like, what do you think this is? Like, this I would, a game, you know? Like, sometimes I would respond, I'd, like, either, like, I'd have my husband take the mic and be like, hey, baby. <laughs> like, I would try and do a low voice and be like, what's up, you want my number? <laughs> that was so great. I don't know. Like, I would always, I would always fuck with people on Halo 3. Let me, let me tell you a little story real quick. So, okay. Halo days. When you start, when you first start a match, you know, you go into a lobby with new people and you start hearing them talk. Right oh, when I got into the lobby, I would be like, yeah, and in the dark, I totally forget that she's my mom. And then wait and hear the responses. Just wait to hear the responses. <laughs> <laughs> that or I would do my goat noise that you know I can do, PNG. So. Goat noise? Wait, let's hear it. That was, sounds let's like an it. invitation. 
Jake, I'm sorry. They're no. <laughs> they're required. He doesn't Damn. like them. All right, ready, ready, ready. No. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. I remember now. I remember. <laughs> and then they'd be like, like, what the fuck was that, bro? <laughs> like, just be quiet. I just loved hearing people just question everything. It's great. That's what I miss. Yeah, well, like, I remember I had this one gamer uh, classmate of mine who would judge all the time. And what happened was uh, he was one of those kids that would skip school the week a game would come out, like a big game. And he would skip school, stay at home, play the game for a week, and then he would come back to the school the next week. And I'm like, how could your folks even let you do that? Like, how do you get away with that? Like, so, like, Halo 3 comes out. I remember this. I remember this day very clearly. He goes to this mall at midnight. Midnight, like, he goes there, gets it first, goes home, plays it consecutively for a whole week, skips school, gets a thousand gamer score, every achievement in the game, and he's like, "I'm a Halo Free Master." You know, he goes back to school. Two months later, I get the game back when it's a little bit cheaper, um, and he's like, "I'm like, hey, you want to play some Halo?" Now that I got the game, he's like, "Halo is stupid, and you are stupid." I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, didn't you skip school to play this game and like spend an entire week nonstop? Like, here I am judging. Like, what? <laughs> you know, and then we do end up we do end up playing a game and you know, like they have all the weapons scattered around in the map, and I pick up a rocket launcher and shoot it at him. I kill him, and he's like, only noobs use the rocket launcher. I'm like they called well, them it's there, so I'm gonna use it. Yeah, they yeah. called them new. I don't know, like, I mean, I was judged. Obviously, that was like a very cheap way to kill him. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. But it's there, I'm there. playing the game. Them, yeah. Yeah. And that's like playing Mario Kart and saying only noobs use the blue shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just stupid. Like, like it's a game, man. Well, that's what happened. Like Mario Kart. Like I would get so much shit if I chose either Toad or Yoshi because they're like, well, you know that Toad and Yoshi go faster. Only noobs use Yoshi and Toad. I'm like, I I, I like I just like Yoshi, like just in general. So <laughs> what? <laughs> I would have been like, then, then then pick Yoshi and Toad with me. <laughs> right? Let's dual wield it. Let's go. <laughs> Shit. Let's go. <laughs> that seriously sounds like Manoa. I swear to God. It's totally a toad. It's totally a toad. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. I think with any hobby or any profession, someone's going to judge you. There's always someone judging you. And I think. The thing is, people like to feel better about themselves by putting down others and saying, look how great I am. It's not what I am. And I think people have a, I don't know, it kind of like feeds their ego, I guess, or makes them feel a little bit better to show what they're proud of and make other people feel less than. I think it's just a human thing. I don't think it's like catered to one specific type of person. Like people in general tend to do that. <laughs> and I think it's when you're proud of something, you want to show off how proud you are of it. Like, Absolutely. Oh, I love Earthbound. I love Earthbound. Well, I like Fallout. I don't care you like Fallout. Here's Earthbound, you know? Like, hey. 
It's an example, lady. Don't cry. No, but still, like, um, no, people get off on that kind of thing, you know? It's like, uh, I've got a Sega Genesis. Well, I got a Super Nintendo. Well, I got both. Ah, look at you two. You're poor. I'm like, oh. You know, like, there's always going to be someone who's judging you, you know? My, um, my console mods, I put so much time, effort into doing them correctly like the best way possible, making them look neat, actually repairing the board before I do it, making it so that not only this mod's going to last, but also this console's going to last. And when I post them on Facebook, generally I get, you know, very, very positive reception on them. But there will be always that one guy, there's always that one guy (laughs) that, like, has to, like, look at the picture for, like, five minutes before he can even find a problem. And then has to like point it out in an angry way. Oh, I think God. those. What are those called? Is that judgmental or is that being a hater? That's called a nitpicker. A nitpicker. Nitpicker. Yeah, like it's like when when there's nothing really to complain about at all. Like you People know, like for example, the new Sonic. Okay, here's one: the new Sonic game, almost zero flaws, right? You play the game. I didn't really like that one difficult part, like. Yeah, that's difficult. What's the problem here? <laughs> like, you're just trying to make an issue when there is none, you know? Or like, um, Mario Brothers, perfect game. Oh, well, you can die in the game. I'm like, okay, well, that's stretching it a bit, don't you think? Because that's not really a big issue. I mean, <laughs> you can die yeah. in the game. You die in the game. You die in real life. Oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> It's like, oh, right, it's just (laughs) excessive, it's not really that. People like to feel smart, and in order to do that is they'll find a mistake someone else did, even if it's not there, and it feels like they validate their superiority by saying it. I mean, um, that kind of sucks. And I mean, uh, you know, I I work with this guy, um, and he uh, mainly plays on PC, and only PC. Is there a train nearby? Yeah, I got all the windows open. Was that loud as hell? Because that was really loud. <laughs> yeah, man, all I hear is a steam train. But um, essentially, this is guy I work with. Uh, he sits beside me, and he plays PC games primarily, right? And, like, say if I'm playing an Xbox game, like, oh, man, this game, you know, it took forever to load, or, like, took forever to install, or I don't know, anything, you know? Like, you should just get a PC. And he'll do the smug look. He'll, like, he'll close his eyes and... Crowley tilt his head back like, you should just get a PC. It's cheaper and more effective. And I'm like, no. I don't want to. <laughs> you know, Dude, I remember maybe, when PC like, gaming was looked down upon because I was PC gaming 20 years ago. I'm still young. <laughs> I'm still PC, PC gaming, gaming 20 years no ago. <laughs> I remember getting put down for having a PC and playing games on the computer. Now people with computers... Are putting people down for not having a computer. It's I'm a never-ending. Yeah, like seriously, it's a never-ending fucking cycle. It's like Jiminy fucking crickets. The hell's At happening? At the end of the day, as long as we all enjoy our games and give an ear when somebody wants to talk about another type of game to us, it's obviously because they think we may enjoy it. Or it's because they really enjoy it. If we can't play the game together and we can't share the experience, at least share 
talking about the games with one another mm -hmm. instead of telling me that oh you could have cut less holes to do that mod you douchebag yeah i mean um unless that person is coming up to you and saying oh, you're playing that game oh play this game instead okay like that's helpful but it's still kind of like hey what the fuck i'm enjoying this don't don't like kick sand in my face while I'm enjoying my game, you know. But no, like I, I get it, you know. I think um, I think if there's more positivity and general enjoyment in gaming, I think more people will have a great time. Exactly. And I, I don't like I don't like closed mindedness. I, I like to experience many different types of things, you know. And uh, and that's why I kind of like these podcasts. You get all these different people with different opinions, but I think at the, at the end. In the end of it, we all just want people to enjoy gaming and explore more and try new games. And I think seriously, just... oh, we didn't even. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ah. <laughs> all right, who the fuck is disliking this shit? My bad. Yo, all right. So when I was playing computer games, I was like, yeah. without me trying to not admit it, but I was straight up addicted to them. And the reason why, and that's actually why I don't play computer games anymore and that's why i play console games i didn't mean to get real in this situation but it kind of just had to happen and it was because like all right so in the computer games and most of them was there was no end to any of them it was like a 45 minute match you play the match the match is over somebody wins and then you play another match there's no end to that you just continue to get better and better and better or worse and worse and worse or you get good, then you get bad, then you get good, and then you have good days and off days. And that style of gameplay was addicting because you always wanted to get better and get better and, and beat everybody and all of that. But I found no real joy in that. Yeah, it just got too repetitive probably for you, and you're just like, you know what, it's just the same thing over and over again. And That's like how I was with RuneScape. That's how I was for RuneScape. Oh, yeah. so I'm like, I'm like, I love RuneScape. You know, I I want to go back to it, like old school RuneScape. But it's like, I spent so much time on it. I think I did everything I needed to do and just got done with it. Did you play Diablo two? Yes. Yo, my buddy was he was making fun of me for playing Diablo two, and he was like, "You're just all you're doing is just making your numbers go up." And I was like you're on the phone with me and we're playing the game together so you're just making your numbers go up too he was ripping me as we were playing the game that makes no sense actually i it did make a lot of sense in diablo 2 think about it you well, get a better sword yeah. your damage goes up you get a you get a better helmet your armor goes up your health goes up you kill a monster your experience goes up they all are, are numbers and they all mm -hmm. did go up but he was playing the game with me. Yeah. But so I get you on on RuneScape where you feel like you did everything you needed to do. Yeah. PNG, you ever play freaking computer games? Uh, so on occasion. I mean, mostly I do console, but I've, I played like Counter Strike and I played uh, you know, I played uh, Overwatch. I played um. Played some any, Diablo. Any Doom or Wolfenstein oh, 3D? Doom, Wolfenstein, um, a little bit of Unreal Tournament. 
I don't really play that many PC games. Though. I mean, I, I did Half-Life, you know, the Valve catalog I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, all the Valve catalog, I never played uh, Gary's Math. Did you guys play the new Doom? Okay. Yes. 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 I Yo. thought it was incredible. Yo. <laughs> you don't like it? No, like, yo, like it blew my mind. I fixed oh, okay. uh, the Xbox One. I fixed. I uh, used Doom to test it, and I like played it for like twenty minutes. Whoa! I would have rather played it on a computer though, because of first-person shooter. But that's me. But oh my god, it was like old-school Doom with like great graphics. It was crazy. It was great. It was beautifully done. The mechanics were actually pretty pretty smooth. So I didn't have like any. I mean, I did have trouble playing it because I went on a hard difficulty, but, you know, like it was, it was very smooth, like just all the controls and it was just gorgeous. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, they did a good job. I was scared at first. I will say I was scared, but that's scared me because I was like, no, no, no. Remember the last time y'all did this? <laughs> you remember? You fucking remember? Wait, I don't. What are you talking about? I don't. What are we talking about? The, the Doom before that one. Doom like that three? came out. Yeah, yeah, like the the one that came out before. That, the that came out like seventeen years ago. No, no, no. Yeah. There was a. There was no two thousand and four. Yeah, two thousand three. Yeah, in the early two thousands. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that game, I'm, I, you know, I remember, game, I remember that game got a lot of positive feedback and good reviews. But the thing is, I think a lot of the fans of Doom didn't like it, but a lot of people in general who were playing the game loved it. The problem is, like, it had a different atmosphere and a different style of gameplay to those first two Doom games. Whereas it was constantly dark, uh, you couldn't hold your gun and flashlight at the same time, so you had to switch between. And I think that added a bit of a horror element. So it's definitely a different feel, but I thought it was an awesome game. So, I don't know, I mean, I think to each their own. Like, it's one of those teach their own kind of scenarios, mm-hmm. where it's like... People Mario teaches typing like game people. of the year. Yeah, I mean, if you like Mario to just type in, go for it. I mean, I had a Master Blaster as a kid. I mean, Math Blaster, yeah. No, I used to love Math Blaster. That game was a toss. Oh, yeah. And uh, Math Circus and uh, what was the other educational game? Uh, Midnight Rescue on DOS. I used to play that game all the time. That game was. You remember that game? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the one with the little robots and the detective in the school, and he has the flashlight. Uh, yeah. I used to play that game so much as a kid at the school. They had it installed on the like, PCs. Because uh, uh, I think in the states, you guys had Oregon Trail always installed, right? Yes. Sorry. Like they didn't <laughs> install that in our computers at our school, so I had no idea what the hell Oregon Trail was until like <laughs> I oh, saw that Megasystem. Yeah, so like Mega sixty four did a video on Oregon Trail. I'm like, what the fuck is Oregon Trail? <laughs> like, I had no idea what it was, and everybody else was like going nuts in the comments. I'm like, I better look this up. I mean, I'm out of the loop. But no, like here, like we mainly played Midnight Rescue and Mass Circus. Those were like our two games. Like Midnight Rescue. Games. Midnight Rescue was great. Like incredible game. But um, I think we can move to the next topic. Yeah, I was. Yeah. What you got? What are you thinking, RJ? Oh, nothing. So, um, mm-hmm. what? Oh no, my husband was saying that he loved Midnight Rescue too. Oh, okay. he, he, he was overhearing our conversation. All right, guys, Midnight Rescue remastered. Bring it to the modern PC. Please remaster that shit. Midnight Rescue HD. Let's do this shit. All right, 
So what do you guys think about... Uh, okay, this, as far as game collectors are concerned, uh, as you can see, I'm a game collector. RJ is a game collector. Lee, you're a game collector also, right? Or I think you're a system collector. Uh, system, yeah. Right? You can see you have a ton of systems. Now, um, I know a lot of people collect games to play them, of course. But some people just collect them just to shelve them and have a nice display. Like, mm -mm. I don't do that. <laughs> Yo, no, no, I, you know what, PNG? You're I, a fucking liar. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually play all my games. I actually play them all. But um, I'm kind of like a sampler, I guess. Like, I'll, um, I'll play each game in my collection at least a few minutes each. And if I like them a lot, I'll, I'll play more and more and more, right? And um, sometimes I'll go back and sometimes I'll move on to the next thing. But when you're a game collector, I think it's such a speedy process that sometimes uh, you forget. And you have to go back and say, oh, shit, I didn't play that one yet. That's a problem when you're a game collector. It's a first world problem, I know. But here's mm -hmm. the thing. I think some, What do you think about the game collectors who only buy for shelf purposes and not for playing? Fair to the other gamers who actually want to play them. And do you think this affects the market, like, on the prices? What do you think, Archie? Since this is kind of so, your topic. So it certainly affects the market and the prices, but how can you tell who's playing their games? You don't know. You don't know. So how can you tell? Like, for whatever reason, I think you've played all of those Nintendo games. All yes. of them. And Every I'm pointing to, to the Nintendo one. games behind your head on the screen. The NES I, don't, games. I don't think you've actually played anywhere near all of those Xbox 360 games. I think you've played... I've played 90% of them. 90% of really? the Xbox ones. The original ones, no. Because uh, my 360 has kind of been behaving a little weird lately. And I'm I've also been a, just a little guessing. behind on original. But no, like NES, I've played them all. Super Nintendo, there's a couple I haven't tried yet. Um, Genesis, I've played them all. Uh, Dreamcast, I've played them all. Xbox, I played about 80 to 90% of them. What about your PS2? Because I've had these, like, I don't have a PS2. Bro, get on that shit. You need to play the game. 155 Whoa. million units sold. Number one <laughs> best-selling console of all time. You need... Not in my house. <laughs> I keep saying this. You need to play some Stretch Panic on PS2, man. You, you, you need... You need to stretch the boobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go boobs deep okay, in that right. game. <laughs> uh, see, everyone's saying, why don't right. you have a PS2? Now we're judging you for not having the number one best-selling console of all time. Most of America's yeah. first okay. DVD players. Yeah, whatever. yeah look, at, look what you're doing to RG. You're riling him up, man. <laughs> you just He deserves was, your answer. <laughs> if I was to get a PS2... I get it for one game and one game only. Billy the Wizard 2. <laughs> didn't even no, not quite. Is there a 2? Please don't tell me there's a 2. Barry no, Matter Rocket Broomstick Racing on the PS2. Billy the Wizard. It's on the PS2. Before they changed the name to Billy the Wizard. I'm not making this up. Barry Hatter. <laughs> They're all on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Man, look how pissed they are. This makes me <laughs> sad, <laughs> Andrew, this 
makes me sad. And like that, the dislikes are going to go, uh, yeah, I know I should get a PS2. It's on my list, Oki. Because I, like, I have Budokai Tenkaichi 3, and I have, um, what's the other game I have? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Guitar Hero. I have Mr. Mosquito. I have um, a couple of the Dragon Ball games. I just haven't played them because I don't have a system for it. I'm going to get you it. some Leisure Suit Larry. Magna come left? <laughs> well, I have that same one. I think that oh, was Xbox only. No, well, there was one for the PS2, and then there was one for the Xbox. I just don't know if they were the same oh. one. I think they were different. I think it's the same one. It's this one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that was yeah, multi-plat. <laughs> it was. It was on PS2 and PC. The PC one, uh, I think, had a lot less censoring in it. So the PC one is the essential uh, version to play if you like realistic 3D model <laughs> I will say this whole podcast is about judging, and we all got on PNG's ass why <laughs> don't you have a ps2 how could you not have a ps2 guys we just can we mulligan please because obviously we all failed this podcast hopefully it was it was more so us uh being encouraging <laughs> how can we translate it to being encouraging you know what like, motivating. The, funny thing, the funny thing is like i don't disagree with you guys i actually want a ps2 i'm sure you want to get it's one be console, 155 yeah. million units sold there's a lot of great games for it I haven't played. I mean, there's a lot of games on there that are exclusive, you know? This is you know? bullshit, PNG. It's bullshit. I know. Life is short. Play uh, PlayStation. It's bullshit. He doesn't have a PS2. He does not. You know, the funny thing is, it's the one PlayStation console I haven't really dabbled in. I mean, I've played PS4 a lot and PS3 and PS1. Like, uh, but I haven't played a PS2 very often. It's very rare I've played one. Second best to Se what? First the worst, second the best, third and mighty Thunderbird, and then I forgot the fourth. I don't know. It was third's like the turd. Third's the turd? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then third's the turd, apparently. <laughs> Nursery rhyming it. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Kickstarter to get P PNG a PS2. <laughs> Yo, right? <laughs> my moderator is starting a go. Oh my god! <laughs> Somebody get this dude a PS2 stat. I'm starting a GoFundMe. Get a PS2. There's nothing left to say. Good idea, Biggle. <laughs> you guys are the greatest. Good you know what the funny idea, thing is? <laughs> the dislikes came before we even mentioned this, and <laughs> I know. Like, uh, it's, it's so funny. I'm like laughing here, but you know, yeah, whoever very... dislikes, whoever dislikes, are judging. Yeah. So uh, don't forget uh, the Katamari games on the PS2, and how about Aquaman: Battle for Atlantis? That's a great game. Yo, or, uh, those... Charlie's Angels on the PS2. <laughs> Dude, those Katamari games, like I, I got it and I played it, and then 20 minutes, I was like, this is the craziest, most awesome thing I've ever experienced, and then. 30 minutes into it, I got really, really, really sick. Like motion sickness. Oh, God. Like real bad. It was really weird. So, so are you guys telling me to buy a PlayStation 2 so I can get motion sickness? Yo, yes. chill. <laughs> He's, he, he does the prologue. <laughs> no, <and> I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but okay. seriously, like I actually, uh, RG, that actually happened to me the other day. I actually got... Uh, 
Wolfenstein 3D on Steam for like a dollar because it was on sale. And I was so excited. I'm like, yes, memories, nostalgia. And now that I have like a bigger TV now, I'm playing on it and I got motion sickness. I started getting a bad headache. I started feeling nauseous. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot play this. Is that because it was in 3D? Was it in 3D? I, I don't know. Well, it was in 3D, but you know how like blocky and like pixelated that game was back in the day? Like on MS-DOS and stuff. It was like how Doom was back in yeah. the MS-DOS days. So it was exactly like that. And it just made me motion sickness for how like sharp the turns were, how pixelated it was. It just made me feel so fucking sick. I'm like, I can't play this. And it, it's upsetting me. It sucked. It sucked. So I want to know... I was going to say, I was going to try to get us back to collecting games for playing them versus whatchamacallit. Okay, perfect. I actually, most of the games in my collection, I haven't played yet, but I have a huge intention of playing them. I collect a lot of RPGs, so, and when I play them, I want to beat them. And I also like to collect like full series, like multiple games. So when I beat one Metal Gear Solid, I'll have the next one available so I can continue. I also like to play them start to finish. So a lot of my collection isn't, I haven't played yet because I've only beaten one game in the series or two or three or whatever. And there's like seven or whatever. But so there's that. I used to mass collect every single game, no matter what, just all my old friends, when they switched to computer games, I bought up all their old console games, every single one of them. And I acquired this massive collection of literally games that I was never, ever, ever going to play. So I traded them off for all the ones that I wanted. So if people are out there doing that, like that makes perfect sense. It worked for me. It was a great, it worked really, really well. Pick up all my games for cheap, trade them off, get the games that I really want. But it would, I was collecting games for probably five years where I was a person collecting them who wasn't playing them. Now I play. Yeah, I, I, can, I can definitely understand that. And uh, I mean, I even look at my uh, buddy Dragon Dude. I mean, that guy's collection is nuts, like absolutely nuts. But what he'll do is like, if he sees a game that's cheap, he'll actually like go to like say GameStop or even games. He'll actually ask them for their SKU list and say, okay, let me see like, Cheapest to most expensive, and then he'll just buy all the, like, the very cheapest ones and then just add them to his collection. And then, I mean, he got like nostalgia for the Nintendo DS for like a quarter. I'm like, how did you get that? Like, for so cheap. He's like, oh, I, because he's got like cheap methods, you know? Yeah. Do you and... feel that that, do you guys feel that that in itself is a thing? What, what? Do you feel or fear? Feel. Like, do you guys feel that there are, there's like a, a lot of people out there that their main thing is they just want to acquire the games for as cheap as possible. Yeah, I feel like that's... Well, I, yeah. I think I think that's a goal. You know, I mean, like, if you want the games, you're going to tr- want to try and find cheaper methods to get those games in your collection, you know? And, I mean, especially if you're desperate to get those games sooner in a lot of them, you're going to want to save money. Because money, you know, it doesn't grow on trees, uh, metaphorically. I mean, like, uh, it just... I mean, t- like it's it, your money is valuable, and where you spend it is uh, dependent on how much the product is. If you see a game that's like 
normally $80 for 20, you're like, okay, I'm, it's a steal. I should get that. But at the same time, if it's a game you're never going to play, is it even fucking worth it? You know, it's, it's, it's not worth it to me. I'm like, if you're going to play it, if it's a game that you are going to play, you might as well buy it. But the thing is, sometimes people just buy games to fill up their collection because they see the game for dirt cheap, you know? And it could be just some crappy game, like Jack and Claus Golf for the NES. Why do I want that game? You know, like, it's just a golf game. Like, every other golf game, and it's just filling clutter on my shelf. It's cheap, sure, but, you know, like, there is no point. Well, and I think some set collectors... Like people who are going for a full set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, here's the thing. Especially for the NES, I'd say it's impossible to get the full set because one of the games is one copy of, and that's the Nintendo Campus Challenge. So you're never going to have the full set because there's always that one you'll never have. So you'll feel incomplete. But at the same time, it's like, I think... You got to know what your goals are as a game collector and strive for that. For me, like, I just want to buy games to enjoy them. And my collection is unique. It's unique to your collection. It's unique to ladies and everybody else's. And I think that's what's kind of cool about a game collection is your game collection is reflected to your tastes. And I think when uh, someone comes over or, like, sees your game collection, they see what kind of games you play. And I think that's really cool. The thing is, when you have so much filler in your collection... They don't get a good sense of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, but even even still, like... When I see all the filler, I'm like, oh my god, what do I play? You know, and I'm just like... Scanning through, and uh, I sometimes find it hard to decide, okay, you know, I'm just going to play this game. And uh, stick with it. But I think if you just have all great games in your collection, and all games that are kind of uh, catered to you you're going to have a great time regardless. So I think there's different types of collectors of different sort of um, interests, I suppose, or reasons for it. But I don't... I think as far as decoration is concerned, I think as YouTubers and as collectors, we have Dude, to show... Dude, I was just with my mind. Like, as a YouTuber, you're going to have to show your collection visually. Like, you think if I wasn't a YouTuber, I wouldn't have my cameras in front of my collection no i'd have my couch like over here and i'd be like gaming you know i wouldn't be like <laughs> in front of my shelf you know rather inconveniently rotating to pick a game you know i wouldn't be doing that but the thing is youtubers they have to portray themselves in a certain light to look good on camera the game collector will just have a nice shelf off to the side they can casually go over and pick it out and make it look less extravagant. Like, I wouldn't have Billy the Wizard showing up on top of my shelf <laughs> if I wasn't doing this YouTube channel. It would just be on the shelf. And, like, it wouldn't be, like, exposed. <laughs> yeah. Even Corey like, in the house. You have that, like, Disney kids game up there, too, the DS one. Don't even bring it down. Oh, oh you're bringing it down. What is that? <laughs> so uh, this is. is a sealed copy of Corey in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's a sealed copy. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them are sealed? A lot How many copies of that are still a sealed? Lot. A lot, a lot of them. I think they actually, um, when uh, when Nintendo discontinued the DS, they found a giant warehouse with like a huge box of unsold uh, DS games, and it was all Corey's in the house, Hannah Montana, uh, <laughs> Sweet like Zach and Cody, and like 
some other game I can't remember, but uh, and they were all sealed and just tons and tons, tons of them, like a huge box. I think if you look it on Google, you can probably find it. But uh, no, like my girlfriend uh, thought it'd be funny to buy because uh, Corey in the House is a meme, actually a meme. Uh, if you go on Metacritic. Uh, like the reviewers gave it like a two out of ten, but like all the fans gave it like nine out of ten, ten out of ten, and whatnot. So the Metacritic score is like stupid for this game. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, may, I always make jokes. Me and my girlfriend will go into a game store, and I'll be like, I wonder if they have Corey in the house. And you know what? To my to my knowledge, like we couldn't find the game. It was like nowhere. Like we we couldn't find it. I'm like, that's weird. It's like one of the most common games on the system. Why can't we find it? Well, ever since that meme kind of became popular, people have been buying them for joke reasons, like myself. So my girlfriend orders me a copy. Sure enough, it comes in the mail sealed. <laughs> so now I don't want to open it. I, it's, just, like, it's funny to me like, that I have a sealed copy. I even pranked uh, RGT85 uh, the other week. He's like, guys, if you want, send me stuff. I have my PO box. But like, can I send you a sealed copy and Billy the Wizard? Oh, You're Adams. so used to using Billy the Wizard as your joke game. <laughs> No, I'm not instead of my copy of Billy the Wizard. Forget it. That's it's one of my most. Um, I guess I can say Billy the Wizard is a sentimental uh, game in my collection now. Just because of this channel, like it's actually become that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Wait, what the hell are you guys talking about in the chat? I'll buy it. Seb, you're my wizard. Ah, oh, Bagel, I wanted to declare my web for you, but no homo, no hetero either. There's nothing homo but two wizards in love. What are you guys? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Listen, wizard? listen. Those are my two <laughs> moderators, and that's what happens. Let them do their thing. This is what makes they, them happy. Are they writing <laughs> Billy the Wizard fan fiction in the chat? Don't yeah. say that. They made a fan fiction before about someone else, so don't don't give them ideas. They will fucking write that shit. They will write that. Please shit. do, guys. Oh God. Uh, if you guys write, if you guys write Billy the Wizard fan fiction, I will gladly read it on my channel. And I'll make a video on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll gladly read it for you guys. I've already read um, Shrek is Life on my podcast. I've already... Uh, <laughs> <sighs> I mean, we've had Dragon Dude read a hentai book on this podcast. So, yeah, I mean, why not? I'll read a fan fiction on the podcast if you guys want me to. Just send me that. <laughs> why not? Write a Billy the Wizard fan fiction. And you'll read Billy it. was caught stroking his broomstick. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so um, I think uh, that's pretty much almost all the topics. I mean, uh, if you guys wanted to talk about uh, EverDrives. Um, I mean, Actually, our- uh, okay, um, okay, Akano, I just said to him in the chat that EverDrives are making retro gaming bubble burst a little bit where they're bringing the prices down because a lot of people are just like, why am I going to go buy all these games when I could just get an EverDrive? Mm-hmm. EverDrive's 200 bucks, but I mean, you get all the games on on one cartridge. Piracy, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think in the end, people want convenience. You know, I see, I, I, I live in the city uh, where ANC Games is, and ANC Games is one of the biggest game stores like in North America. And you go there, and you see all these college and university students walk in, and I'm like, yeah, when I was a kid, I played N64. You know, I want to buy one, right? And this place knows full well that people come here. Um, a lot of students come here, buy games based on nostalgia and nostalgia alone. They don't know about the gaming prices, you know? These are just your average people. They're going to go in and they just want to buy Donkey Kong and a Nintendo 64. They don't want to buy 
uh, a bunch of games. They don't want to buy like some collector's item. They just want to play the games they had as a kid. And when they go in and they find out, okay, how much is the N64 going to cost me? Okay, $70 plus how many controllers? Oh, what? $20 a controller? Okay. How much is Donkey Kong? Oh, okay. $50, $60. All right, I want to get GoldenEye too. Okay, that's 50 Oh, forget it. I'll just get this EverDrive cart. You know, it says it's, it's right here and it says I can put all these games. I think your casual person who sees that will want that more. But the thing is, you got to know how to pirate games. And your casual person isn't going to know how to do that. The only people who are going to know how to pirate games are people who are very PC savvy. I see a lot of PC gamers who want to just buy an NES just to buy the EverDrive cart, just to play their NES ROMs the traditional way. At the same time, I don't see the point. If you can just buy one of those, like, uh, what's called again? Those little NES controllers you can plug into your PC and play the ROMs that way. But if you want to play on an NES, I guess you can get the EverDrive. But like, what's the point? Like, you're just emulating them all. Like, it's just emulation. It's just for me, it's cheating. It's just cheating to me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I agree with you. So I didn't yeah, say anything. I yeah, same here. I'm like, no, I completely. Sorry, agree. you just nailed that topic. There's it was, it was a rant, so, but I guess <laughs> no, you you nailed it. So yeah. um, I actually have an EverDrive, and okay, the best part about it is um, it's like exploring. So I there's a whole bunch of games I never heard of. There's a whole bunch of uh, what you call it games I've never heard of, and then I play them, but I only play them for like 15 minutes to like 20 minutes. And then, like, it gives me almost the experience of, like, renting the game for the weekend where you would go rent a game for the weekend, hate it or love it, and then after you returned it, you would buy it or you wouldn't. That's kind of what an EverDrive is to me. And it's actually, if there's a game on there that I really enjoy, I have to buy that game or else I won't enjoy it as much playing it on the EverDrive. I don't know what that is, why that is, but for some reason, I don't know. It just doesn't give me the same feeling, the same satisfaction as if I own the game. I can look through the instruction manual. I can look at the back. I can look at the date it was made, see the quirky, dumb stuff they wrote on the back of the game, the cover art, like all of that. And then like actually play it and whether it was a password feature or actually had a save battery in the cartridge and you can actually save and continue your game that i don't know you just get so much of a better experience but i do feel that a lot of people are like you know my game collection is so huge i don't want to go and pick out a game every time i want to play i can just leave this ever drive in and play all my games so i guess convenience see an ever drive would be nice for the game boy and why i say that is i don't want to carry a bunch of cartridges around with me like if it's portable I don't want to do that. Oh, why that not? Would be nice That's to what have. we used to do back in the day. Okay, all right. Say if you have a big collection of Game Boy games at home, right? And you're like, okay, which of these do I bring with me? <laughs> you know, like... That's the but, struggle I had as a kid. I was like, which one do I want? <laughs> do, I, do I want Sneaky Snakes? Do I want Kirby and Land? Do I want Mario and the Sex Golden Coins? Do I want Ren and Stimpy Space Cadets? I don't know. I want all of them. <laughs> like, uh, you seriously. know what? I think she wants to play Mary Kate and Ashley's Get a Clue. Ew, fuck. Get, yeah, Mary Kate and Ashley, get a fucking clue. No one gives a fuck about you anymore. That's the clue. There you go. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, actually. Damn, you just ripped him apart. Who? Uh, me? No, oh, Mary sure. Kane Ashley. Oh, okay, then. I thought you said him. Like, Who? Me? Like, no, I don't no. care. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh, God. You're tearing me apart, feel... Lisa. I do feel yeah. EverDrives are making the price of console games go down, at least the cartridge games, which is nice for the people that want to acquire more. It's bad for the people that want to sell, but I hate resellers anyway. I don't hate them. Most of them are really nice guys, but like... Yeah, see, that... I, like the, I want the local game stores to succeed, you know, and be able to sell their stuff. Because those guys are... You know, they're bringing community together. They're getting people to buy games. But, like, the online scalpers and shit, I don't like That's that. what I'm talking about. That was oh, what I was talking about. Those are the ones I don't like. The regular resellers are, like, nice guys, but... You want to know how many game stores are in America? Totally off topic. Retro game stores. 500. Is that your guess? Yeah. PNG, how many do you think? Don't be looking it up. Sure. Don't is be he, looking that is shit that what, up. Is that why? I'm like, why is he <laughs> answering? I'm, I'm, I was looking at my Xbox. I was just like thinking like, but I'm actually looking at you guys. Like, cause I can't see. This is where my webcam is. This is where you guys are. So, okay. 1,200 different oh. retro game wow. stores in America. Okay. And uh, so they are bringing the community together. They are making it so one man's trash is another man's treasure, so to speak, type thing. Well, actually, it's a bunch of moms that sell their son's stuff when they go to college or fathers selling their daughter's stuff. I didn't mean to be judgmental. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. They won't be needing that anymore. Mom, have you seen my copy of little Samson? Oh, that thing? I threw it out. That game is worth, like, thousands of dollars now. I've I've witnessed parents selling their kids' games collections at a retro game store, like multiple times. I've witnessed it. Does your kid know you're selling these? Ah, he won't care. He's too old for this. He's in college. <sighs> and then he gets out of college and he's like, Oh, I want my Nintendo 64. Oh, 180 bucks for like my game, the controller, and the thing. Oh man. Yeah. No, my parents actually, my mom sold my Atari 2600, the very first console I ever played. I was so, so upset. I was just like, why did you sell it? She's like, you weren't playing it. I'm like, I would have eventually. You don't just sell those things, mom. I was, I was upset with her for a long time. I, I got a really funny story about a parent getting rid of a console. Um... My original NES of Mario Duck Hunt and the two controllers and the gun. So essentially, you know how uh, Mario Brothers Duck Hunt, like you couldn't save your game. If you were like halfway into the game, you couldn't save. I mean, like if you die, you have to do the whole game over again. If you turn it off, you have to do the whole game over again. And I got really far into the game and I had to leave for school. So I left it on pause. I left the game on. And when I came home from school, I was going to continue or finish the game. I come home. There's no NES. Completely gone. I'm like, where is it? Oh. So I'm like, hey, mom, where's my uh, NES? Right? She's like, oh, I threw it out. I'm like, why? Oh, because you left it on. The dogs came and they ate the wires. I'm like, 
So why would not just throw out the controller, not the game system and all the games? <laughs> oh my god! You know, I don't. I honestly don't mind. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> that was just so funny. Like, I'm like, it's just like how the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, like I think um, I I don't know, like. I think it's like our generation, or like the first generation that grew up on gaming, understanding how they work with all the wires and what they do. But like our parents' generation, kind of just like, oh, here you go, kids, you you play it, you know, I'll hook it up for you once, and that's it. They don't know how it works; they just hook it up for you, you know. I think that's kind. Of, I think she just thought that it was broken, like. <laughs> oh my god! But like now, I mean, like. That would be ridiculous, of course, but like that actually happened. Like that's a that's a true story. Like my NES was tossed, but thankfully uh, I got another one not too long after, that's and uh, that was good. That's good, but uh, yeah, um, that taught me a valuable lesson. Uh, never leave your game system on when you leave the house. I mean, for other reasons. I mean, you can start a fire or like. Um, I don't fucking know. Power outage could happen. I don't, I don't know. You know when you were like, when you guys were like, oh, you want to beat Mario, you know, if you die halfway through, you got to, you you know, start all over. How long did you just leave your game console on, paused with the TV off, or like switch to a different input so everybody else could watch TV, and you just left your game console on for weeks on weeks on weeks so you could beat a game. No, no, no. It, it, it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. Oh, I did that with so, like every game I played. Literally, it was just in the morning. I pause it. I Because it was the second television. It wasn't the main television. It happens. Like, literally two hours later, this happens. I was like... Um, yeah, I mean, back then... I mean, uh, curfew my games, like, hey, you know, guess play for two hours, you know, and then turn it off and do God knows what else, play outside. So, you know, for me, time, and I played as best as I could in those. Get yourself to get good if you have very little time to play so you can see more of the game. Kind of what happened, you know, with a lot of those old Genesis games I used to play. But um, I think now the luxury of saving a game is that you can play at your own convenience. You don't really have to get good. You can just... Yeah. What's that? What do you guys think but about no, that? I never left my TV on for... Oh, I loved leaving my TV on. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you guys think of the autosave feature that's enabled in every single game nowadays? I don't mind it, but sometimes I think it fucks with my game. Um, yeah. In particular, <laughs> uh, and I can tell you why it's Skyrim, uh, because like you, can, you know how you can do like duplicate saves and lots and lots of saves. Yeah. I remember uh, glitched on me. It was the Thieves Guild mission where I'm supposed to like follow some person and yep. um, give me a, a certain dialogue, and I'm supposed to do the next quest. Yep. The game glitched, so the person quick. So I've never been able to beat the Thieves Guild mission on my first gameplay. Yeah. And um, I couldn't figure out how far back I needed to go to fix that glitch. Massive, oh, and there were so many save files that I'm like, I don't want to go that far back. I'm gonna have to do all this again, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that tends to be an issue of a lot of modern games that are massive. Is save. 
you can, you can screw yourself over and there's no way to time. But if the older games are short that they don't really need the auto save, I mean, you could just try it again on your next playthrough, even if the game glitches. Auto save is convenient. Lady, what do you think? I actually don't mind it at all. Um, but since I'm on PC, I'm able to press F5 for a quick save every, you know, anytime I want. I could do it like literally every second if I wanted to. So I'm like, I can just do that. Um, but I like how some uh, some games allow you to turn it off if you don't like it, which is nice. Um, so I actually, okay. I actually don't mind it. Um, really, it hasn't messed up anything for me personally. Um, the only thing that I have messed up was when I personally quick save and I keep getting shot and it's just a loop. Reload, shot, reload, shot, reload, shot every time. So my own quick save has screwed me over more than an auto save has. So I have no qualms with it. <laughs> what about you, RGA? It was, uh, it was near Automata in the very beginning of the game. It's just like, warning, this game has no autosave feature. And they kind of like bashed it into your head like, don't do that. There's no autosave. Be careful. Are you sure you want to go there? There's no autosave. And it was like, the game was like messing with you. And it was really funny. But then eventually like you do a mission and then autosave, like you then get autosave later on. They were just like fucking with you in the beginning. But I feel like there's a whole sense in gaming that's missing with auto saving because it was always like, I remember like, Oh, I got to make sure that I get through this part in this time frame and get these items so I can save. And some games did it right. Where like, it was a challenge to get through that area. You knew there was going to be a save on the other end. And then you like completed it and it added an extra element then there's some games that are just like, yeah, you hear like wander around aimlessly for five hours and hope you find a save. Good luck, asshole. <laughs> you ever play a game like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I actually had an issue with. Okay, you know what? I I, I just like the instant save where you press start, save a game, kind of like how in uh, the Pokemon handled games are. Right, you press start, you can go to save game. You can resume where you left off. That was awesome. Yeah, I like that. Now, I remember on the PlayStation 1, an absolute classic Final Fantasy VII. Love the game. I hate how far fucking apart those save sections are. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, you're one of those people. No, I'm just kidding. No, there's one. I can't remember what what section of the game it is. There's a section of the game kind of closer to the beginning. Where uh, there's like a boss fight. About the reactor. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Right in the beginning. There's there's this long boss fight. No, she's right. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's a really long boss fight, and then like there's like another boss fight, and then there's a lot of walking around, a lot of dialogue, and I think you have to go for the sewers at one point. And I'm like, where's the save zone? Where is it? You know, like I'm playing for so long, and another boss shows up. I'm like, dear God. You know, like, and my folks are like, hey, it's time to eat dinner. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I have to find a save, you know, turn it off. I'm like, I can play for like an hour. I can't find a save spot. So I beat the boss, I move around a little, there's the save after like so long. And I think 
that's kind of why uh, one of the reasons I love autosave is because I do not miss those days where like you would wait forever to find that save point. It would just drive me off the wall. Like, because sometimes you have to turn the game off. Like, it'd be like, hey, turn it off. I'm like, oh, crap. I can't get to, I have to save my game, you know, like, <laughs> and you need to, you need to, you absolutely need. Yeah. And um, I love Final Fantasy VII, guys. Like, don't get me wrong. I just, I hate how far apart some of the saves are. No, sometimes they're quite close. And I think later in the game when you're in the overworld, you can just save on the map. It sounds to me like you're judging the game, PNG. I'm not judging the game. <laughs> I'm just the save. <laughs> Don't judge I'm, save I'm, points. I'm, they have feelings, you know. They help you. No, but like, <laughs> I think one of the things that appeases me about autosaves is I like autosaves, right? And like, I like when it actually tells you there is the autosave in the game. Like, hey, the autosave, uh, do turn the game when uh, there's an autosave. And then they show the icon for what the autosave will look like. I'm like, okay, cool. Never have to be notified again. It'll just kind of show up on the bottom right. You don't think anything of it. But there are some games that don't tell you there's an autosave. And it does autosave, right? And you're playing the game, you're like, no, I played a lot of this level. Did the game save? Can I turn this off and resume? And you press start, there's no option that says save game. Uh, and then you go to exit game and it says, are you sure you want to exit? Any unsaved progress will be lost. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're, yeah. you're like, I don't know if it saved or not. I don't know if it saved. So yeah. you leave. You reload the game, it did save. There was an autosave, it just didn't tell you there was an autosave. That's I'm a like, scary option, though. That's the shit I was talking about. Yeah. I don't know why I really thought they, of that, but I wanted to find I, out which, I, you if you know guys what? experienced that. If, if there's an autosave, tell us. I love autosave, just tell us there is one, because not every game has it, and I don't want to have to play a guessing game and then have to do everything all over again. No. That, that's, that just, that's my view with lack of autosave. Yeah. Notification when it's like, not safe. I actually, uh, and I think have, that's why companies do it. <laughs> yeah, I actually had an OCD thing with. Um, no, you're fine. Um, with old Final Fantasies and basically anything on PS2, um, and, well, PS1 and PS2, I would save twice. Yo, me too. Oh <laughs> my god, what is that? And I'm like, did I save? Oh, I'll do it again just to be safe. Every time. Every still to this day. Time. I know, I still do it when I stream Chrono Cross. I'm like, did I <laughs> I gotta do it again! <laughs> Every time. Every it's like time. you were doubting that memory card. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, eh, I'll save again. Just be safe. All the time. Ah, oh, Lord. Gaming's do you guys changing, the, man. Do you guys remember the save room from Resident Evil? One yeah. and two? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. To save the game, you need an ink ribbon. And in Resident Evil 1 and 2, you can run out of ink ribbons in the game, which means there's only a certain amount of times within the gameplay that you can save. Oh, really? So, like, yeah. So, like, it really adds to that survival horror. So, you have to pick and choose when you want to save your game. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think I should save. There's a lot I have to do still in this area. So then you risk going up more and more and more and collecting more and more stuff and killing more zombies, but you could die and you have to go all the way back to the last time you saved. That's sick. And I, I like think, that. So, so that's cool as a game mechanic, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't have that much time to play the game, so I would like more opportunities, you know? That's kind of why I like about Nemesis, the third game, is there was unlimited 
uh, saves for the ink ribbon. Like you could say many, many times. A lot of people hate it, but for me, I'm like, I have less time to game. So I love it. But, you know, I mean, there should be an option, I think. Well, I mean, this should be. Actually, Tomb Raider 3 for the PS1, you had these blue save crystals that you would come across the more you moved. You didn't have to use them at that point. Well, actually, wait. There was. I think it was two, Tomb Raider 2. You didn't have to use the crystals at that point. You were able to pick them up and use them at any time. Tomb Raider 3, you had to use it at where that crystal was to save. So I was kind of like, why the fuck do they keep changing it? Shit. So that was kind of interesting, but it pissed me off at the same time. Bye, Seb. Bye. Thanks for coming. And yeah, you your... know, I remember. Uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, lady. No, no. I was saying, and good job with all your sexy talk with Biggle and you guys making a Billy the Wizard fanfic. <laughs> yeah, definitely, guys. Send me a written. Uh... But it was a fanfic, and I'll gladly read it on the channel. Okay. Now, um, I remember Dragon Quest, uh, the game on NES and SNES. Like, they have a lot of Dragon Quest games. And in order to save your game in that game, uh, you have to find a priest. Do his little opening prayers like, oh, bless you, the Almighty saves you and whatnot. What would you like to do? And it has like all these certain things like confession, benediction. So in order to save, you got to confess. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm confessing. Would you like to turn off the power? I'm like, no, I'd like to continue. Are you sure? I'm like, I just want to save the game. Why does it, why do I have to go through a whole mess just to save my game? <laughs> like, <All right. laughs> yeah, but like sometimes like you'll go to islands in Dragon Quest and you're like, I can't find the priest anywhere. There's no priest on this island. Oh yeah, we don't. And like literally I played uh, Dragon Quest Seven on uh, the Fruit DS, the remake of it off the PS1. And um, there's one island where they don't have the same religion as the other islands, so there's no priests around, so you can't save your game on the island. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like, this is bull. I'm like, what a me and like it's a long island. You have to play it a long time to get through there. I'm like, try my best not to die, like my absolute best. So, but yeah, that's a creative way. At least, sorry. In the Silent Hills, um depending how many times you save throughout the game will affect your ending. Oh, really? Like if you save like, uh, is that the end after you beat, after you beat the game, it'll say like you saved 48 times or whatever. And then I think there's certain criterias for, um, it's how to get like a multiple ending is like beat the game and save under 10 times. You'll get like a special ending. And there's like multiple different endings you can get based upon all kind of criteria. And that was always one of them that I like never tried to do. Mm -hmm. I like never aimed for that one. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, now people are sending me pictures of PS2s on Twitter. Yo, yo, no way. <laughs> all right. So I think the podcast has more or less come to an end. And I thank you guys for coming on the show. And I think. All you wonderful audience for coming here and uh, talking uh, about Billy the Wizard and um, <laughs> tell me to get a PS2. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a day from now, a week from now, or five years from now. You never know. I'll get one eventually. <laughs> uh, 
I'd like to thank you, uh, Lady and RGA. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, special shout-out time. Uh, tell us what you got. If you got anything to promote, go for it. Go ahead, Lady. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I actually will be going on vacation starting this Friday. So tomorrow and Thursday are my last uh, stream days on Twitch until I get back from vacation on the 12th. So tomorrow we got our talk show going on tomorrow. We're talking about the Fallout series. But then Thursday we're going to make some more Nuka-Cola and Sunset Sacramento caps and stuff. So we'll be doing that on Thursday. So that will be exciting. Um, and basically when I get back, we're going to continue some more Chrono Cross. We're going to speed run some uh, Spyro 2 for PS1, do some more creative, more talk shows, and that's... Uh, Basically, it for me. Hey. Awesome. And RGA. Oh, I just make YouTube videos and mod consoles. Where can we find your channel? Oh, Retro Gaming Arts. <laughs> just awesome. Just, just, I tell people, I'm just like, just type Retro Gaming Arts into Google. And there you go. You know, I find that kind of funny with SEO. Like, people will be like, how can I find your channel? I'm like, like, well, what's it. your channel called? Like, I'm like PNG. So they look at PNG on Google, they're just going to get PNG images and the definition <laughs> of PNG. So I'm like, okay, PNG gamer, that's how you find me. Uh, and you'll find PNG images of gamers. <laughs> that's no, usually I, what happens, you know? It is, you do have to, to find yours, you do have to type in PNG gamer. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's, my, that's my YouTube name, I mean, my Twitter handle. So it works out fine. But yeah, like PNG just. You're not going to find me, just PNG alone. I hope one day this channel will be so big that when you type in PNG and Google images, you're just going to get me, and people are going to have to deep dig, like dig deep to find images of actual PNG images. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Come on, guys. No, but uh, I essentially want to mess up with uh, SEO. So like, um, if a graphic designer or a video maker is looking for PNG images, they can't find any of them. SEO. I would love to do that. Uh, thank you, guys. Now, this podcast is brought to you by Dayspace. Dayspace. Less space, more days. Wait, that makes no sense. I don't know what the hell that means. No, no. Uh, you can find us. You can find a selection of our podcasts on dayspace.com. Uh, you can take them on the go by listening on uh, Google Music or iTunes. You can download them for free, absolutely free of charge. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about Billy the Wizard and gaming and other nonsense, hear more of our sexy soundboards. Go for it. Have fun. Um, and remember to support everyone in the in the video description below. And if you're listening, uh, it should be in the podcast description. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, support Lady Lone Wonder, Retro Gaming Arts. And, of course, thank you all for coming uh, to watch the podcast. We'll have another one coming for you soon. Later, guys. Later. Peace. Podcast ending.